Hey guys, welcome back to News They Ain't Telling You. Let's get right into the quick news as usual. Okay, this past weekend we had all of the RNC donors at the RNC retreat is what they're calling it in the one and only Palm Beach. I wonder why. Um, our logo just happens to be there along with Donald J. Trump. So they were there to hear from Trump, Trump amongst others. Um, Trump basically did what Trump did best. He insulted Mitch McConnell. He insulted Mike Pence. He talked about the, the election and on and on. So the same bit over and over. But like I've been telling you guys, he is the head of the party. So they go and they kiss the ring of the Godfather. Um, the U.S. is worried that a withdrawal from Afghanistan could risk progress on women's rights. I hate to tell everyone, but there's never going to be a perfect time, and women's rights in the Middle East is a long way from finished, so I think that that's just an excuse. Governor Whitmore is calling for a voluntary pause in Michigan because Michigan is seeing a massive spike in COVID numbers, but she's only saying voluntary pause because, of course, she got a lot of backlash for the full shutdown of Michigan. I mean, they tried to assassinate her. So she's calling for a voluntary pause. She also, the other day, got her first round of vaccine. So let's keep Gretchen Whitmer safe at all costs. Um, an online Lego gamer got into the White House press briefing the other day and was able to not only get in, but ask a question. So I don't know how that happened because the White House is surrounded by Secret Service. In order to get into the White House, you have to show your ID about 50 times. You have to have, you know, um, press briefing, badges, proto, all of that. So I have no idea. But the online Lego gamer, which I didn't know that Lego gaming was a thing, but all right, got into the White House press briefing. It's like the one time that the couple got into the, the state dinner, the India state dinner, who was from the Real Housewives of Washington, D.C., under the Obama administration. Um, <laughs> wild. U.S. is warning Iran that not all of Trump's sanctions that he put upon them are going to be gone. Apparently they are working. And like I have said to you guys a couple times now, Iran is nearly on its knees. And that's where we kind of need them in terms of government in order to make a real nuclear arms deal. President Biden has announced he will not pressure Breyer, Justice Breyer, to retire even though, hey, that rhymes, prior to retire. Um, even though he is up there in age, even though we lost RBG, even though all of that, he is saying he will not pressure Breyer. There is a little bit of backlash here. So legally, he can't pressure him unless there is something mentally wrong with him. But of course, he can put a little pressure here and there. So I think Breyer is going to retire on his own in due time, in plenty of time. So we'll be okay. And who knows what's even going to happen in terms of Supreme Court justice picks. It's all up in the air these days. Um, President Biden's border Caesar, Caesar, how do you say it? Cesar. It's like the, I never could. C-Z-A-R. Cesar? I don't know. Okay. I'm human. I have no idea. Okay. Um, I know what she does. Okay. Uh, she's going to resign at the end of April. So, of course, she oversees everything that's currently happening at the border as we speak. All these thousands of migrants are coming in. I don't know why she's retiring, resigning. She's saying it has nothing to do with anything that President Biden is or isn't doing. Maybe she has family issues. Maybe I have no idea. But the right is spending, spinning this like no other. So I'm sure more will come of that. A woman was arrested here in California for killing her three children. Um, I just thought this was a wild story because you hardly ever hear stories of women sort of having this kind of crimes. You hear from men a lot. But um, she apparently killed her three children out here in the Los Angeles area, the Valley area. 
um, left them, left their bodies, and they were discovered. And then she took off, and she was found somewhere up a little more north of Los Angeles, just kind of like hanging out. So obviously something has switched in her mind. She, the children's age were six months to five years old. So there's some type of switch there that happens. So Ukraine is saying that they will not back down to Russia's threat, a.k.a. Putin's threats. Of course, Putin is wanting to take over Ukraine and a lot of Eastern Europe. So that is going to be interesting. It's another thing on foreign policy, President Biden's plate. Thankfully, we have a really strong Secretary of State. I am a big fan of Secretary Blinken. Um, and I have heard rumors that Blinken has been calling Hillary Clinton and Madeleine Albright for advice on foreign policy issues because a lot like what Hillary Clinton had to deal with after the W. Bush administration when she became Secretary of State, Blinken is being handed a lot of foreign policy issues because of the Trump administration. So that makes me very happy that he's relying on these two extremely smart women. So next up, we have Governor Kemp is saying that pulling the MLB All-Star game is going to deeply hurt black business owners, which a lot of black business owners, small business owners especially, have mixed feelings about the whole thing because the MLB All-Star game brings in so much economy that everyone needs right now because we're in COVID, post-COVID economy or middle of COVID economy. So it's a hit or miss and it's a horrible situation all around. Um, Romney and McConnell are blasting President Biden on his, he started a committee to see if we need to expand the Supreme Court and the filibuster. So the ironic thing about McConnell blasting President Biden on the Supreme Court is the mockery that Mitch McConnell has made of the Supreme Court by starting with not giving Merrick Garland, who is now, of course, the attorney general, but then was President Obama's pick for Supreme Court justice, replacing Scalia, didn't even get him a hearing and held that seat hostage until after the election and then pushed through Amy Coney Barrett within a week, which is unheard of. Um, so it's kind of like, but this is what Mitch McConnell does. He has no shame. He has no, you know, but Romney, I mean, everyone, can we all get off the train of Romney's a good guy? Like he's not, he's not a good guy. He's a robot. He has no emotions. He went, was governor of Massachusetts and then decided to be Senator of Utah because he couldn't become president of the United States. He's Mormon. So he'll be Senator of Utah till the day that he dies. And it's just that simple. He stands for nothing. So at least Mitch McConnell, as much as I don't agree with what he stands for, I'm clear at what he stands for. Romney changes his mind so frequently. It's whatever. So for them to be blasting President Biden is just ridiculous. Um, I want to do a side note here really quick. This might not be very popular, but I am not a fan of packing the court, as they're calling it, because just like this is just life. Anytime there's an action, there's always a reaction to that action, and then there's another action. So meaning we will not always have power. And when we lose power again, they will pack it even further or do what they need to do or and it'll be a continuous cycle. So I say we get more we get more senators and we get laws passed so we don't have to rely so heavily on the Supreme Court. I think it's that simple. So uh, if that's not popular with you guys, sorry, I always keep it 100. And uh, that's where we are. I think that this commission is going to come up with He's not going to do it at the end of the day. It's too much of a gamble. And, you know, that's where it is. Uh, we all tried to warn you about RBG, but no one wanted to listen in 2016. So there we go. Nearly 40% of Marines are not taking the COVID vaccine. 
I wasn't aware that you could be in the military and have a decision on something like that, but apparently they're giving them a decision and 40% are not taking this vaccine. That is trifling to say the least. Um, this is a cute little story. Female truck drivers have become massive TikTok influencers and they're exposing truck driving, good, bad, and different. And they're trying to encourage more women to come because it's actually a really well-paying job. It's a, it's a hard job. But I've seen a couple of these women TikTokers and it's a lot of fun and it's, it's pretty, it's actually inspiring. So I thought that was a cute little story. Scientists will study the brain of the former NFL player who killed six people and took his own life the other day, a doctor, his grandchildren, his wife, and sadly some guy who was just there to fix something in the house. He has passed away. He was on life support, and now he has passed away, so it's a total of six. They're going to look into his brain because they are thinking that he may have had something that is caused when your head gets hit too much over and over. Um, it can cause violent outbursts, things of this nature. So the NFL might be in the hot seat for that one. A-Rod and Moore Lore are finalizing a deal to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves. A-Rod and J-Lo had tried to buy the New York Mets when they were on sale this last year. Um, they are buying the Minnesota Timberwolves for $1.5 billion. Uh, so clearly A-Rod desperately wanted to become a owner of a sports team. Um, because who wants to own the Minnesota Timberwolves? I mean, honestly, no hate to any like Minnesota Timberwolf fans, but like really. Um, so also, who knew that A Rod had that kind of money? I mean, that's crazy. One point five billion dollars between the two of them. Wow. Um, Supreme Court has blocked the restriction on religious activities in California, specifically. The court went five to four. Um, not shocked by that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, a, a couple of rare LeBron James and Tom Brady trading cards are selling for $5 million a piece. Wow. What do you do with those cards after you have them, by the way? <laughs> like you have them and they're like part of your collection, but then what? Okay, great. Plus, I would never want either one of those trading cards ever, but that's just me. Um, the House, House Ethics Committee is officially investigating Congressman Gates. I think that's going to be really, really ugly. He is claiming deep state and it's, you know, Democrats and it's media and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Congresswoman Cheney, who I think has her hands all over a lot of this, because, of course, Gates went to Wyoming and tried to get someone to primary Cheney and blah, blah, blah. You don't mess with the Cheney. Um, she's saying if this is true, it's disgusting, it's vile. But she got as far as she could go without saying he should resign. So there's that. And last but not least, uh, Secretary of State Blinken says that China has not been honest on COVID. They did not do enough in the beginning. And China is now admitting that their vaccines that they have in China just aren't that good. So, so there's a whole lot of baggage going on with China. Like I said, China, Iran, Russia, those are worrisome issues right now. And whether or not we're going to pull out of Afghanistan, which I'm here to tell you, probably not. Those are all on the foreign policy plate. So uh, again, I'm glad that Blinken is the one that's there. Let's go into a couple other things. All right, so I thought it would be fun. We haven't done this in a while to do with Disneyland reopening in like two weeks or something. But mind you, I just want to say this. Uh, the they, they listed the price listing and like not even everything is out for Disney. Like Space Mountain is closed, all these places. $109 still per ticket. And I was like... I was like expecting like $80, like max like $80. So I was like, and that's not even a park, park hop, hopper. 
that's just one park. And there's so much stuff that's closed. So, I mean, yeah, like, am I still going to try to go? Yeah, I'm still going to try to go. But I'm just saying. <laughs> so, my thought was, since Disneyland is opening, that we would do a cute little members of Congress Disney version. Mostly senators, but I added in um, a congresswoman in the mix. So, Sam, let's go. All right. Blackburn. Oh, God. Um, I just purposely ever put her in things because I just like like my reaction to her because I hate her so much. Uh, who is she's like the ultimate villain? I mean, like with no resolve. She is, she's Ursula. Like she literally can convince people to do anything. Like, and she seems like, oh, praise the Lord, I'm a good person, and really she's just horrible, horrible person. She's Ursula. She can convince the bitch to give up her voice. Yeah. <laughs> Feinstein. Ah, Feinstein. Okay, Feinstein is she's not a princess. That much I do know about Feinstein. She is not a princess. Um, she is like one of the moms, but like one of the cool moms. Um, there's so many moms in Disney movies; they always die. Um, <laughs> she's not like the thing is with her; she's not like warm and cuddly. Yeah. So it's like I would say she's like the fairy godmother, but she's not, uh, <laughs> and that's okay. But she is. Oh my god, I can't. Let me think. Like. I'm gonna come. We'll come back to her because okay. I literally can't. Okay. Think. All right, Pelosi. <laughs> Pelosi is. Pelosi literally is the fairy godmother. Like, let's just be honest here. <laughs> she just goes bippity boppity boo. We're solid. Like, <laughs> let's go. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right, Stabenow. Stabenow. Stabenow is. To me, she is. Like a like a Disney movie like, like a like a like a Moana or like a like a Brave that's like not about being with a guy mm-hmm. but like just really strong. So she's like the Merida from Brave, kind of like that, yeah. And Ted Cruz. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, he's the worst kind of villain because he smiles as he's doing it. He's like Jafar from Jasmine, like genuinely, like convinces people. He's Jafar, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ugh. okay, so we can go back to Feinstein. Feinstein, yeah. Okay, Feinstein is, okay, she's not the warmest person, but she's extremely bright. And she just like does her job, doesn't have a lot of friends. Um, Diane Feinstein, here we go. Diane Feinstein <laughs> is like lady from lady and the tramp very like classy and to the point and like you know what i mean and is just so focused in her world that like all the other is just like i don't have time for this so like when like the tramp comes and is like exposes her to all this she's like but she's just always like a lady just always a lady with her little hair and her little you know what i mean yeah she's lady from lady and the tramp and then grassley <laughs> old man grassley okay <laughs> old man grassley is um he's like one of the seven dwarfs he's like you know he is he's like doc from the seven dwarfs like not nasty but not the nicest you know like it's not a horrible person like there's a but you know like yeah he's like doc because he kind of he's like the head of everything really and every he's been there forever but yeah he's doc i think that's a good one okay that was really hard oh my god okay <laughs> Daily Descent with the OG of the HRC. That's me. Okay, so probably you guys have been hearing a lot from the former Speaker of the House, John, I call him Boner, but really it's Boehner, I believe, but I always call him Boner (laughs) for obvious reasons. 
little backstory. He's used to be the Speaker of the House um, under the Obama administration. He'd been in Congress forever. He's super tan all the time. Before Trump was around, he was like the tannest Congress member. Um, he enjoys his wine. Rumor is, is that he enjoys his weed, whatever. I don't care. But he was the Speaker of the House um, under that administration. And what happened was, back in the day, uh, Republicans made it their life's mission to make no deals with then-President Obama whatsoever. They wouldn't meet him for meetings. He would call them, say, please come to the White House. Let's work some things out. They wouldn't show up. Well, Boner tried to build some type of friendship, some type of something, so they could get things actually accomplished and they can legislate together. And Republicans made him pay for it over and over again to a point where he said, I'm resigning, I'm retiring early. And as he was walking up to give his final speech, he whistled zippity-doo-dah because he was so happy to be done with it all because of this crazy you know, thing with Obama. And so recently he wrote a book and it's like a massive tell-all. He goes off on everyone. No one is off limits. He goes off from everyone from Pelosi to Paul Ryan to uh, Mitch McConnell to Ted Cruz to everyone. He goes off on everyone. Trump, he blames Trump for January 6th. However, there's a little bit of tidbit in there because he was in Congress when President then-President Clinton was getting impeached for the BJ. And he came out and he said, point blank in his book, that the only reason they moved forward with impeachment was because they believed that they could gain a shit ton of House seats to win back the House and demolish him and make him a lame duck president. And that's why they did it. And he said, I really wish I would have spoken up and said something. Okay, here's the thing. First and foremost... Like, 1998, that's when it happened, right? 1998, 1998 cult. Like, why are you saying this now? First of all, anyone who doesn't know that that's why the Republicans did what they did is an idiot beyond belief. But why are you saying this now? Like, no one really cares. It doesn't mean anything. At the end of the day, Bill Clinton will forever have an asterisk next to his name because he was impeached in the House. He may not have been impeached all the way through, thank God, because it was a Republican Senate. So somehow, some way, they got their shit together and decided that getting impeached over BJ wasn't enough. And I know you guys don't need to tell me it was because he lied under oath. I'm fully aware of that. But what man is not going to lie under oath? Who knew she had that dress? Okay, but I digress here. My point is, why didn't he say anything then? And he regrets it deeply and all this bullshit. It changed politics completely. That one maneuver changed the entire course of politics in America. The reason that Trump got impeached the two times, the reason that Trump refused to talk to Pelosi after the impeachment, the reason that Republicans and Democrats are where they are is because of that one moment in political history. And John Boehner is saying, openly saying, you know, we just did it because we wanted to win House seats and we wanted to get rid of them and this was the easiest way. Concluding what we all knew, how ridiculous this was. But yet, we're, so what now, Boehner? You're no longer in politics. You sit on some board for weed in America. You enjoy your wine and you get to go and play golf all the time. Well, what is, what is this going to solve? How is this going to solve what's going on now, which was caused by something that you clearly knew was wrong at the time, but did nothing to stop it? And I just want to say this about Bill Clinton, because he gets a lot of shit, especially in these last coming days with Jeffrey Epstein and all of that craziness. I just want to say to this about a man who was leading our country, the president of the United States, he put all of that bullshit aside. 
he put back he put aside the fact that they were literally impeaching him over a personal affair extramarital affair that he had that's why they were impeaching him they set him up with the dress they knew he would lie under oath it was a complete setup and what did he do did he stop talking to newt gingrich did he stop taking meetings with republicans no he legislated and he left our country a surplus we were not in war our economy was stronger than ever our education was stronger than other people were graduating from high school at the highest rate they'd ever seen in the history of our country all under Bill Clinton, who had just gotten impeached by Republicans, who had no control over anything because they had control in the Senate and they had control in the House. But Bill Clinton kept meeting with them. What did Trump do when Trump got impeached the first time? He stopped right then and there talking to the Speaker of the House. They never spoke again. Never. He didn't shake her hand at the State of the Union. And then what did she do? She turned around and ripped that speech up and said, I'm going to take the attention away from you. So... All I'm saying is, like, Bill Clinton, as a president, don't you shouldn't waste your time talking crap about him because he rose above in a way that I don't think any modern president has ever rose above. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. So, John Boner, thanks for this information. Really great. I'm so glad that you told us that. But it doesn't change a damn thing. So I say to you now, John, what are you going to do to change it? What are you going to do now, John? But I'm sure you're just going to go back and you're just going to golf and smoke your weed and drink your wine. Great. Awesome. And no one buy his book. Do not buy his book. Don't give him the money. Don't give him the satisfaction. Who cares what he has to say about anyone or anything? Because that man left instead of trying to make a difference, instead of trying to stand up and say, I don't care that you don't want me to have a friendship with Barack Obama. I'm going to do it anyways because I'm trying to legislate. No, he was a bitch and he left. So there's that. All right, guys, until next time, make sure you check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And make sure if you want to listen, go ahead and listen on iTunes, Spotify, and of course, you can watch right here on YouTube. Until next time, make sure you subscribe. OG of the HRC, signing out.